0: I want to welcome y'all to the 3.5 official episode of the <laughs> Members Only Podcast.
1: <laughs> yo,
2: yo, yo. What's good, y'all? How y'all cha? feeling today? Hey. Better than I did last Sunday.
1: Are you you <laughs> was feeling oh, pretty wait. good last Sunday. Oh, <laughs> it's groovy. Is it possible
3: to
0: say I feel worse? I'm so groovy. Whoa.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> not even trying to go down that road.
0: Oh, I want to put that, I could, that could be that can mean a I lot of things coming doing. from Greg. I got
4: bro. <laughs> um, Gary, I, I got a shot in my knee, so I'm just I'm out. I'm out. It's my flu game coming up, you know what I mean? I'm about to run into the court. I had to they get put, it, put
1: right. horse tranquilizer. Oh, you, in. you got <laughs> knee <laughs> shots?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: hey, yo, <no>. <laughs> 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 like, oh. not, yeah, know, knee shot at 25. That's crazy. If y'all know Greg hoop style, though, it's not unforeseen, like... We yeah. got stem cell cells down, in them, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Hey,
3: that boy Greg the Germany had to get the special treatment. Hey, bro, Greg's the only person i
0: ever seen, like, oh, pre-pause before I say this. He the only person I've seen, like, go one-on-five, bro, like wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it right audience, up.
5: Audience folks, this is, is not hey, 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 yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, get to it. All right, since we talk speaking of hoops, all right, that's what I was talking about. We can go straight to our uh topic. There seems to be a huge connection between rap and basketball. Um, uh, what are some of the our favorite basketball references um and songs? So uh I
2: mean I feel like there's just a lot. Um I didn't know this, but I feel like Ryan right now with the with the fun facts. But um <laughs> Nah, I didn't know that it was like a long time ago. Um uh, I guess I guess it was a song. I think it was a song. Uh Rapper's Delight. I guess they were the first, like that was the first time somebody had ever made a reference just between basketball and rap. But like I didn't know um I just didn't know that, and I didn't know how long that this has actually been like a topic and like a comparison between the two subjects. So I just thought that was pretty cool, just like doing my research on rap and basketball and the connections between the two.
4: Even funnier is how important that song is. Man, Ryan raises his <laughs> I was
0: gonna, I was gonna say another fun fact that it's crazy how interconnected rap and basketball is because that's the first rap hit. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that was the first rap hit like to ever hit Billboard, etc. So hey, shout out
4: Mizzou. That's the first thing man, I learned man. in all the years is that that was the very first rap song. So it's crazy that at the beginning we was talking about it, what was that, in the 50s? What? When it's was not, that? That was 79,
0: <clears throat> I'm crazy. I, I, was, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know yeah, what yeah, I was, I was, like it was, bro. No, 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 no. I was, I was going
2: to say but this. I was going to say like this. I was just that trying was to my think of
0: the 70s, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was 50, yeah. Well, so so. Hip-Hop 50 is about when the jo- like the day the genre was actually formed at the house party, I believe like that, that part, the house party, uh, that might be a little mixed up. But Hip 50 um, is about 1973 and people I don't want to go into tangent, but I'll make this 15 seconds. People are uh, a lot of people are arguing right now about whether we should be celebrating hip hop 50 and 70 uh, in 2023 or 2029, because a lot of people brought up in like 1998 and things like that. There were no big hip hop 25 celebrations because people didn't want to recognize the genre until like 79, 80. Like it's a big argument right now. I'm not sure if y'all know, but we can go back to our topic on basketball. Um, I'll start it off. We're in two different games. You playing patty cake. Brother, you lame. You're Shane Battier. Damn. <laughs> the Shane <laughs> is straight is crazy. And then <laughs> I, I'll give a quick second one in the fourth quarter screaming. Why? the That, fuck was, mine? That's it. that <laughs> was mine. That was mine That's the Jesus, one. the freestyle. Hey man, they said That's Nick Batum
2: film. retiring after this after this uh season. That's all I saw on Twitter. In the
0: fourth quarter, I was in the fourth quarter screaming. Why the fuck is Denzel Valentine in? That's what I was screaming. For.
2: Prayers for Chicago Bulls yeah. fans, bro.
0: So, I'm gonna catch a game right.
2: this year. Bro. Who, uh, who else? I know, I know somebody got a Wayne one, bro. Steve, I was entered by Steve. <laughs> I think Steve would be the guy. Oh, if we gonna folks go is Wayne blurred, folks, is we... blurred. They say, Lil Wayne, he <laughs> uh,
5: nah, he got uh, what do you say? He was like, uh, I got a Greek Frank. This is Paul. He's like, I keep a Greek free. He called me onto <laughs> the Kumpo. He said that on like Big Bad Wolf on his uh freestyle, but the nah. other one I got is a. Uh, Junior from Kanye West, he said, "Let me be honest. Let me be honest. I want with yeah. the Bucks, boy. Let me be honest.
0: That's what I need. Bro, my, <laughs> I ain't lie, I have my one. My bad. I have one in my head that I think Zach gonna say. I don't want to say that, but I, I have a theory.
5: I'm gonna leave all the whole basketball hey, know coming, to Zachary. Bro, I, I feel like I know it, bro. <laughs> has,
0: It has to be what I'm thinking.
2: There's one. Oh yeah, I'll let Zach go because I got one that I think he might say too."
3: I mean, damn. Well, it's a couple of them. Uh, the first one I'm probably gonna say is uh, a little bit more low key. You know, I'm a Jehovah's Witness, so I gotta start with Hola, uh, Hovito. Um, at, at the part where he was like, if you haven't heard, um, Michael Magic and Bird all rolled in one because none got more flows than Young. I'm like, damn, if you think about it, if you combine Michael Jordan. Magic Johnson and Larry Bird into one person, that's probably the best basketball player to ever live, I ain't gonna lie. At least from a standpoint, like, this point in time, you know, 2001. Say. <laughs> so, like, that's, that's pretty unfuckable. And, of course, like, you got the uh, what is it, the pump it up freestyle uh, oh where he was God. like, yeah. he,
0: he called that boy J.R. Ryder or something? <laughs> yeah, literally.
3: <laughs> said y'all niggas washed up, bro. So, I don't got that off the top of my, I don't know off the top of my head, but that's probably the next I mean, Hope got them all for real,
0: for real what was the one where he was talking about uh, he was talking about uh, uh, Wade and LeBron because if if Jeezy uh, if paying LeBron, I'm paying Dwayne Wade. Oh cool. yeah, Empire State of Mind.
3: Yeah. That's what Hell I thought yeah. he was going to use. I mean, bro, bro, he got way too many just to be like, yeah, yep, This is the one you know. I'm going to go with. Hey, Amen.
4: Um, I have Pretty much any bar mentioning Ben Simmons, bro. I'm looking at a bunch of them right now. But lately the way that <clears throat> hold on. This this Saw Baby one, for example. The uh,
2: Saw Baby one is crazy. He said you scared to shoot like Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Just shit
4: like that. Uh Amina oh, got one. one of them. Uh Corday got one. Now, now I'm with niggas Ben Simmons plus ten women. Uh the amp freestyle. He shoot like Ben Simmons. We're gonna send him overseas. Anything to do with Ben Simmons
0: <laughs> man, Damn, shameless, shameless Plug. I produced a song for my homie named Casino, and he said, uh Ben Simmons. Ben told you niggas that I wasn't playing. No oh,
4: wait, hey. anything to do with Ben is all for me. Shout out Ben Swatter him worse than the media, but it's funny.
1: Jah, Uh I got Conway uh shoot sideways, my shoot on a little shooter like AI. But he been missing practice, but he's still scoring on the ops and he's still hitting baskets. So, Damn. Yeah. And then, oh, he, he got another one. That's pretty funny.
4: That's uh, a good so, call. Uh, Conway, what do you say? Um, mm. uh, he's still dunking <laughs> on niggas in tr- transition like Kawhi?
1: Oh, yeah. Like Kawhi the Claw? Yeah. yeah. He got a lot. Conway got <laughs> yeah, a lot. Conway yeah. got a lot. It's another yeah. one. He's like, I'll be around with the pump on me, like D Brown. When I shoot it, I gotta put one knee down. I bitch and knock a tree down.
3: Damn! Hey, hey, yo, 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 hey, yo, I, gotta, I gotta
0: say, hey, I gotta say it. Back. I gotta oh. say it, Zach, bro. <laughs> this, this, the Shumpert bar. <laughs>
4: oh, 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 oh the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the the rap battle
0: one. Hey, but um, hey, shoot at me. We shooting back. We getting buckets. Actually. Can I would y'all mind if I made a little, a small pivot real quick? Because that bar just made me think of something. Do your thing. Gummo by 6ix9ine. All right. It was a lot of discourse about the like the song and the beat or whatever. I listen. I don't really care that much for 6 ix 9 right? But I will say this. In that moment, I don't think nobody else could have done that beat that justice. Like in that moment, bro. That song was hot. Now, some people were saying Nudie should have got the beat. I'm not mad at that. But just in that moment, I I want to take back, I don't want to take back what I said, but in that moment, I could see why y'all put Pierre above Southside. Because during that stretch of time from like Magnolia, which was like 2017, so that was y'all spring semester of y'all freshman year of college in my uh, spring of my last year of high school, to like Around the time of uh I wanna say uh Playboy Cardi releasing uh Die Lit, It was Pierre's world. So I, I will just add some credence to that. But yeah, I just thought about that when I said that bar. Like that gummo era was a crazy time. That beat was insane. But um y'all ready to transition? Nah, I look you got one more, bro Because y'all... fuck me. Oh shit. You, <laughs> you said, oh, yeah, said low you, key?
2: No, nah, I didn't say nothing. No, nah, I didn't. <laughs> oh, he
0: said that he, oh wait man, you said that I uh I had my bad.
2: No, you good though. Um i I I had a couple. Um one is very basic. Mm-hmm. It is and I quote, shout out to Derrick Rose, man that nigga nice.
0: <laughs> oh, wait. You can't say that like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying nothing like... was the same after he said that bar. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh. nah, that, was,
2: <laughs> that was one of mine uh, and then I had and then I had the Drake uh thank me now. I can relate to kids going straight to the league when they recognize that you got it, that you got what it takes to succeed, and that's around the time that your autos become your rivals. You make friends with Mike, but got the an AI and for your survival. So, yeah. like, that was one. Yeah, that was one of my. Yeah. my I and like I like that song. So that was one of my first. Like that was one of the first references I could have remembered, um, in terms of basketball and stuff like that. So I've always liked that song. And then my last one, really, is just the song "Brick Van Exel" by uh by Boj yeah. James. One of my favorite mm. songs. And just that whole song, the reference to basketball, the bars in it. If you haven't heard it, definitely go get out it.
5: listen. I mean, it's, I- it's you
0: said a Drake bar. um, just because when I introduced the topic, I was going to mention like I forgot what song, but Drake do got a song where he was just uh I felt like it would have been a perfect thing, but I just couldn't come off the top of my head to remember it. But he was saying like we do relate to basketball players because we want to be just like them and they want to be just like us. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I know is that no,
2: and that's they, yeah, yeah. I was gonna bring that that topic up, but yeah. Uh, All right, I
1: got I got I got one, I got one more. Too. Uh, right. You
3: got <laughs> it, you got to No, Jahai,
1: Jahai, you got it, go. bro. It's, it's the, the uh it's the. the it's the Conway one he was like uh letting off this Mac got you niggas trying to cl- climb a wall i put the pressure on your shooters like Kawada claw the claw yeah That's
2: that was it, off that that, that was off that freestyle crazy. right
1: yeah 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 i, I just <laughs> I put looked at all your ass. shooters
2: like kawada claw i said yo i was like, I was like oh <laughs> looking shit. in my hand say <laughs> <Yeah>. oh shit <laughs> yeah.
3: exactly. you got the final one <laughs> Yeah, the final one, of course, is Conway. Honestly, we could have just did a whole segment on <laughs> Conway on the scene, Basketball reference bars. Back, this shit was back. crazy because he was like, we throwing bricks uh, like Shaq at the line when he was past his prime. I'm like, damn. Oh, that's a lot of yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's a lot
2: of bricks, bro. <laughs> that's a lot of bricks. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: oh, sick, shout bro. out to the whole basketball song by La Bow Wow. There's the reference. Uh, three uh,
4: episodes, also, bro. bro. Stuck he, in it. Hey, hey,
0: Hey, hey, I just gotta say if
2: we have any Detroit fans out here, anything by Baby Tron has an NBA
1: reference to every in. song yeah. is an
4: NBA reference. Ron Artest
0: by one. uh Baby Face. Hey, yeah, Kobe Bryant
1: a- by Lil Wayne. Um,
0: Wayne.
1: <laughs> <Trust Mike. laughs> there you have it. <laughs> All,
0: right. All right, so uh we're gonna transition to um so now next thing we're gonna talk about, we're gonna talk about uh just general anniversaries that like we uh coming up or just passed. um we're not going to focus on things just like perfectly rounded like a five-year anniversary or a 10-year anniversary we're going to more do like things that dropped around this um, just around this time of the year and that's significant to us especially because you know we're just starting off our podcast and we want to talk about certain things so uh first thing we're going to talk about is something i feel like um universal to all of us uh the nine-year anniversary of days before rodeo so uh, man. who wants who wants to uh lead with this topic?
4: In years, what the f-
1: nine nine? nine. <laughs> not no, 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 rush. Did I no, no, he just he freestyled that. Uh, He's
5: rushing.
2: Nah, but <laughs> hey, man. I mean, we we talked about this a couple episodes ago, but just what a what a what a project, bro. I mean, I think all of us, if not all of us, just about all of us. At it in our top three when we were ranking Trav's uh discography. And I mean, the nigga didn't miss like <laughs> like it, this is like one of the most, one of the perfect, in my opinion, like just trap, um, just sounds, albums of you know, all time. I mean, you got just running through the track list. I mean, you got Mama Cita, oh, yeah. Montana, Drugs You Should Try, Skyfall, Don't Play, s- Sloppy Top, Basement, Backyard, Shout Out Zach. And great, like bro, like this, like literally, like these are songs that still get played, you know, in my rotation today. So I just
4: remember when this shit came
2: out, man. I was I was bumping the fuck 15, out of this album. I'm not gonna that's lie.
4: why I was thinking about it. I was 15 at the time bumping that shit. And I'm a grown man, and that album still means as much to me as it meant to me then. Like it's oh. that good of a piece of work. As big that's as I crazy. Am. Oh, my bad.
0: As big as a Travis fan as I am, I like a lot of people know. I don't think like I think some of y'all may know, but I didn't actually hear Days Before Rodeo in its entirety until my freshman year at college. And when I heard like drugs, you should try it. Like when I heard it, heard it, and I was, bro, nice to be off the uh, the, ed- the edibles. Right. <laughs> bro, I drugs, <laughs> I'm two songs my freshman year that I used to listen to off of the edibles, bro? Drugs, you should try it, and so appalled, bro.
2: I can't Bro, You're Ryan. <laughs> I know, go crazy. No. I thought you were gonna... who, who was going
0: to uh, say. Well, I was, well,
2: just... was going to say. I was going to say, Ryan. I just remember back then we used to argue about our uh, favorite Travis Scott song, and it would be 90210 versus Drugs to Try. But hey, man, shout out to Drugs to Try. It amazing song. Amazing song. Hey, shout.
0: Also, shout out 90210
2: because. Shout out 90210.
0: Hey, hey, the second, the second half of that like the first half is good. But the, Bro, second the second half, half is crazy. Lie, the, the second half of that song is why I cannot listen to people when they say that Travis Scott can't rap, because I think when he wants to when he really wants to rap and like mm-hmm. say things, especially that and like people don't really like it. But uh, piss on your grave, like songs like that, when he like tries to rap and like really like bar down, even though he's not going to hit you with some over the top lyricism when he mm-hmm. tries to rap, he's really good at it. like he's he's good at it. he's not one of the best. But he can hold his own. I think his biggest flaw when he raps, as of now, is that what I noticed is that like he he has like real nice vibey lines, but he has very basic lines. But his rhyming words are always just some random extravagant word. Like he'd say all basic words, and then he'd just say like an uncommon word to end his bar, and it just sounds nice. If you go back and listen, you'll see what I mean. But
3: yeah, no, true. No, I, I
0: mean days before rodeo is really like.
3: When I first started really listening to Travis Scott, like, was actually crazy. Uh, in high school, I went to a, it was like my first concert, actually. He opened up for Chance the Rapper in St. Louis. And, like, he was mostly rapping. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy, that's right? Insane. Um, that's
0: insane. <clears throat> that's like, that's crazy.
3: Yeah, bro. And he was rapping a lot of shit off of there. And that shit was just crazy. Because this is, of course, it was before Rodeo. Uh, so that was really, like, all the shit he was rapping like that and a couple of songs off of Al Faro. But that's when I really became a fan. I was like, damn, going to concerts, being in the pit and raging. That shit is like top five. Top moment. Yeah, bro.
4: So I had never raged before until not when we went to the trippy concert at Mizzou, but I went to another one in Kansas City after that. And that was my first time ever like being in a pit of any kind and seeing niggas pass out and like get up and still have a great time. And niggas getting carried out and shit. I had never seen anything like that in my life. And now I'm addicted to it, bro. It's crazy. Oh, wait. <laughs> Let me, Which part? Oh, All of it, bro. bro.
2: Nah, I'm just... hey. So- <laughs> <laughs> Ignore ed- me, bro. Ed- 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 <laughs> <with Jahai laughs> bro.
4: Sidebar, shout out Kobe. I ain't never seen nobody oh, mosh that hard. He was stomping everybody out.
2: At, at the Trippy bro. concert, dude put his <laughs> shoulder down. We got to front. <laughs> hey,
0: Jahai, can you enable screen share real quick? Oh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, shout out I to the
3: concert. The uh, beginning and short lived experience of uh, us having cap juice.
2: <laughs> hey, <laughs> at the beginning you of know the
4: No, uh, you know. Hey, that bus driver <laughs> that day was probably scared for his life.
2: Yeah, that was crazy. Hold
0: on. This is a, a year before, days before. Uh, Mike Dean.
5: Shout out, Mike Dean.
0: Nice. Uh,
5: so, Pharaoh Al was all he had out yeah. at this time? Yeah.
4: And his defense, even Hell of a Night was a great song. He should have more people out there.
1: Yeah. Uh, I like... Yeah. I feel it was pretty, yeah. pretty good. Hell of a Night, nice, I like I that I think song. Days Before Rodeo was just more polished. Like, yeah. I has had some stuff that I was like, yeah, this is a skip, this is a skip. But... I can like, agree with that. Days think, Before Rodeo was like more it, like, oh, okay.
0: It, it's not mentioned a lot, but I do think him being under... Uh, I'm going to rephrase that. I do think T.I. being a mentor to Travis... Mm. Uh, really helped his career in a lot of ways because I feel like that trap influence. Because if you go listen to uh, Al Faro, he didn't really have as much of a trap influence than mm. he did when he got around Ti. He started getting like the Migos features and he started working with like a lot of different artists. So I feel like that's like a uh, even though Al he was was still with Ti, but when he was really like in Atlanta and working on everything and working with Metro too, like shout out to Metro Boomin, uh, but yeah, I feel that, uh, like
2: you could hear a lot of those influences on like rodeo too. Oh, for
0: sure. Is it a classic yeah. mixtape? Yeah. I I would I say so. I feel like it's gotta yeah. be just
5: based off of like what he went on to follow it up with. Like I feel like Days Before is like a great precursor to what he was going to do in the next four years through rodeo uh days not days for birds and uh Astro World. And then five years later, Utopia, like it was just the perfect like precursor to what he was about to do for the next decade, basically. <laughs>
4: I feel okay. like if you if you want to experience like the music of that time, just like early SoundCloud, Spinrilla, like you can't really experience it without that album. Like that album just was so important to everybody at that time that you're always going to end up playing it. So I think for that, it just ends up being like one of those albums, one of those. It w-
0: if That's it ever comes date, to streaming service, I think it's classic for yeah, it's, sure. I think I think it'll be on yeah. next year, but uh all right. So moving on to our next anniversary. Um go ahead. Clear out, <laughs>
5: clear out. the king right, so himself. The Frank button. Did you scene. get it? I saw you Not, he, didn't, he didn't do
4: it once. That's what I don't I don't even have it yet. He didn't do it once. That's what people don't realize. He gave us two albums that day. We let got me, two, and one of them we could watch. Hmm? Let me let me yeah, okay. in introduce it down with <laughs> <'cause laughs> <Greg, laughs> that. If you gave <laughs> Greg me, the ISO
0: call, he just went about. straight to the we, bucket, we, bro. The, the yeah. greatest we're, album we talking to about ever the hit second, anything. Came the seven out. year anniversary of uh Frank Ocean's Blonde, his last ever um uh studio album.
5: Enjoy it.
0: Oh, last I, was I, I, my my only comment on this <laughs> is going to be nights. That's literally it. I have to say nothing else.
5: You have to sluggish, lazy, stupid, and unconcerned.
0: <laughs> oh,
5: wait.
3: Oh, wait. <laughs> People go to college. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I went
4: to college. She's right. She was right. Oh, there was two albums that for me uh, describe like the entirety of our college years, and that is. Blonde, and then I can't think of the name of the other album right now. This Sciss- is his first album. Those control. two, how control. Was,
0: how old was he when he dropped that? My bad. I mean, it. Frank Ocean. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. I don't uh, if I had to guess, I'm 29. sorry, Frank.
4: Why well, do I don't not know this? I, I should know everything. 28. 28. twenty-eight.
0: That is. Listen, that's a very mature album to release. At. If you think at about 28. who's twenty-eight, like twenty-eight years old now, like. Let.
4: Here's what I can say though. If you ever saw him, just like when he was around Tyler and Earl and them, like he always carried himself like that. He was Able, always, he, was just, he always felt like the older brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: sorry, bro. I'm sorry, bro. love that. You can't
0: just asked, sneak bro. that in
5: there. <laughs> crazy.
1: <laughs> what did that oh, have to shit.
0: do? Uh, Nothing can Crazy straight. The crazy straight. Shout out to a boogie man. <laughs> <laughs> so he had a good song with uh with her, but yeah, it's just crazy how mature he was in that moment. I want to say he's not mature now, but in that moment, it's kind of crazy how like
4: the greatest album of all time.
0: We don't think yeah. about how like 28 years old is very like in the scope of things, especially music careers. I mean, very young, especially in maybe in rap, it's a little older, but. In R and B, and like his R and B slash pop, whatever side of that you want to put him on, mm-hmm. that's very young. Like his growing
4: hard. up moment was Channel Orange. I feel like when Channel Orange came out, he grew up then. So was that 2012? So he grew up yeah. then when you released that.
0: But, then, like so that w- means he was
4: what 24 when Channel yeah, Orange dropped. Somewhere in that neighborhood, 2024. Yeah, I, I agree
1: with like he, him, this being a mature album, but I. He was writing for, like, other songwriters,
4: like, before. Yeah, but, like, yeah, what I mean by that is just, like, like I said, when Channel Orange came out, a lot of the stuff that he was saying on that album, nobody was saying stuff like that. I don't... Yeah, I agree. LGBTQ wasn't as big as it was. So it was just, like, it almost felt like him at the time. And so I feel like that was the maturing point. And then Blonde came afterwards, and it was just, like, like you would say, he'd been writing for so many people at the time. in between that time period, he was with Beyonce to some degree. He was doing fashion and all the other stuff. So when he came to sit down and do that at the at the end, cause you gotta think he recorded that um, visual album first. Like it just, he it, it had time to develop and be perfect. I don't think he'll, whatever he drops next is not gonna be as good as Blonde. It'll still be good, but it won't be as good.
3: I mean, I don't know. It's kind of always just hard for an, any type of artist to try to follow up a project that's super good. I wouldn't say that it can't be as good or it can't be better. So I'm pretty sure people probably thought he couldn't make anything better than Channel Orange. Um, but my thing about Blonde, like, I really do fuck with this project, like, a lot. And it's really one of those, like, whenever I start getting into, like, a heavy routine to listen to, like, a specific style, you know, a subgenre or a rap, and I just need, like, a palate cleanse, just, like, reset just my general ear and when it comes to listening to music, this is the type of album that I play just cover to cover. And it really just like resets like my general vibe and what I'm trying to listen to. And just past that, like whenever you just kind of, you know, down in, in a little emo type of mood, you know, trying to be, get your simple on or whatever. Like it really just hits the spot, like almost cover to cover. I'm not going to say exactly cover to cover. there's probably a song or two that I probably don't play. But almost every song I hear is actually fire. I could probably rap this shit or sing this shit word for word.
4: And we got Andre yeah. three thousand births, which you don't get very often. You know, what I mean, he had two at that point, so that was the second one. So it was. It's always nice to hear people like that you don't normally hear, and out of pocket places like an album like Blonde.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll get my two cents because uh, I feel like I probably heard this album last yeah. out of everyone. Everyone here, um, I I feel like I was very late. To this album and just Frank as a whole. I had a lot of my friends like in high school and stuff. Like when he dropped like Channel Orange and just because what what came what came before that? What was no, the one Bonnie no, no, that...
4: Brew collection? Like nostalgia, the, ultra? The are ultra.
2: nostalgia, Yeah, 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 yeah. So like a lot of my friends really hit all of that shit and like I would hear it, but I was just like, bro, because I... I was like fifteen or some shit, fourteen. No, I was like fourteen and like at that time I, I was like nah nigga if it's not mac miller joey badass like lyrical rap type shit like i'm not trying to hear that shit and so the singing are like that just wasn't really my thing so i always knew about frank but i remember this album in particular it was i don't know what made us talk about it but somehow the album came up when me and zach were talking and i went home for like winter break and dude was like yeah bro check out that that blind by frank ocean i'm like all right bro i guess and it was like it was a cold ass Chicago day. I played this shit cover to cover. <laughs> I was damn near tearing up. Like I'm like, bro, this shit is beautiful. <laughs> like like yeah, bro. To y'all's point. To y'all's point of this being a very mature album, I don't know what I was going through at the time, but it was just perfect. And I think now looking back, what is it, seven years later? Whenever it's like the fall and like my um, cause I don't I don't know about trial, but like, I feel like sometimes my music a lot. What I listen to changes like by season. And so when the mm-hmm. weather starts the to change, weather. it gets. It gets colder. Like, this is one of the first, like, projects that I go to to just listen. So all, like, through and through, I just really like this album. Um, it's aged very well. I think it's going to continue to age very beautifully. To Zach's point, most of it, no skips, for real. Maybe, like, one and two. One of my, I don't I don't hear people talk about it, this song, that much. But one of my favorite songs um, is the last song, Futura, mm-hmm. Futura. However you want to say it, free. That shit is just beautiful. I wish the little song in the beginning was longer. That's like one of my. That's that's one of my favorite like just songs by Frank, bro. It just sounds amazing. Mm So shout out this album for real.
4: Beauty. I own three albums on vinyl. I own Astro World on vinyl. I own Faces on vinyl, and then I own Blonde on vinyl.
0: I just Want to and say, I, I
4: actually know. had to buy a second vinyl LeBlanc because I played it so much, I wore it out completely, and so I had to go find <laughs> another one. I still yeah. have the vinyl you gave me,
0: Greg, of Nirvana. The Nirvana, I just be see, I'd be having
4: okay. heat on vinyl, but I that's probably just the greatest album of all time. Shout out, Alexis. We actually met thanks to that album, it's <laughs> seven years, ago, six years ago.
0: It's like a fine wine, bro. Anybody um, else need to uh before I pivot? Cause I think uh it's a good topic that uh we could get a good topic transition after what artist said, but um
5: no,
2: I'm yeah. Good. We 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 I'm good to transition.
0: Everybody good? I mean shit, yeah. Steve high Yeah, I was gonna say
5: I was just gonna say it's uh it's Asian like fine wine. It's one of them albums that you get every so often that just sounds like it's pushing music forward. And you get those, like, every, I don't know, half decade, maybe. Like, I feel like yeah. you get, like, a Kanye, like, beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. That's just, like, for that time, it was way ahead of anything else that dropped that year. I feel the same about Frank Ocean. Like, of everything that dropped in 2016 and the new influx and where music was at that time, for him to drop an album like Blonde and then not drop another album for seven years and still be able to do shows based off that album just lets you know, like, he I could feel like he was in the state to make that music to where he could just live off that for however long. Like it's just one of those moments of time. So that's just my two cents.
1: Happy yeah, seven years. Uh, oh my bad. Let me cut you off. But no, yeah, no, no, no. I feel like for me, like I like Blonde album, but I don't play it that much. It's one of those albums where I like it a lot, but I don't go to it that much, if that makes sense. Like I respect it for what it did, but um, and then like all the, you know different things that he did with his voice, different parts of the song breaking up. Like, I I respect all that and I like it, but I don't like go back to it. I kind of to Zach's point, I kind of use it as like a like a palate cleanser. Like maybe if I'm like, oh, OK, I haven't listened to this in a minute and then I go back to it. But I mean, it's still pretty it's still a really good album. Uh, solid. I would say it's a classic. It changed a lot of stuff. So, um, yeah, that's
4: just my two cents on it. Can you think of, of anybody that. else that used two albums after that to get out of a deal similar? Cause I think that started uh, to happen like a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I just was trying to think of somebody recently after okay, yeah, it wasn't really happening besides like Prince, like you said, and then it happened there. And then I want to say it happened one more time recently where somebody like kind of released staggered like that to get out of. Our logical. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I, I i think it like became it. more common yeah. after that like it's not it was not so i feel like
0: that happens a lot i don't think it's it's probably not as much now i remember when uh it's not as as known however i do think notable cases would probably be i think it got it's what's going on with meg the stallion in court right now well obviously not that court case but uh I the might court case I with about. her album, uh, her last one, Traumatized, I believe, mm-hmm. was supposed to be um, like because I think because because the album before that was like Good News or whatever or whatever re- with the way it was released, the two things was released. Her second one was supposed to be like her final contract with her thirteen oh one or fifteen oh one, whatever label that is. But um, uh, my song is gonna be Money Trees by Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Otter,
2: it's a great song um man i'll say um i'll go risk by uh boss and
3: fkj true that's a decent one sleeper for sure uh for me i definitely have to think for a second because it's definitely a lot of choices but after a while you know really like okay what you know just get sets to violence and really chill out um i'm gonna have to go modern jam by travis scott No, my song for real is uh John Redcorn by
5: uh Sir. I'll give a different one from the first time. Um, Mile High by James Blake
4: and Travis Scott. Man, picking, yeah. I'm picking I'm pride and I need yeah, to get yeah, to man. my destination slowly. Songs, uh, yeah, okay. Greg, you put me under on that one. I'm
0: about to say, yeah, Greg, get your turn.
4: Um, I'll probably say. DUI by Lil Tecca, but the slow version on YouTube, not the regular one. I don't like the regular one, he was rapping too fast, but the slow one is perfect.
2: It's gonna take you 10 seconds just to pull that song
4: up,
1: bro.
2: <laughs> you gotta skip that Uh,
1: I would do Swim Good by Frank Ocean.
4: Did you know I mean everybody just trying to cruise, bro? My yeah, honestly, God.
3: I am disappointed though, Greg. You really had the perfect opportunity to
2: to say
4: "Nights" by Frank Ocean. Yeah, we have yeah. multiple. Dude, it's, the that, it's
2: the fact that it's the fact I put off saying "Nights" just for Greg, and he didn't even use it. Literally, <laughs> literally
5: like
4: literally, like, that's like I, throwing I, a hoop I, in the out of it, First of all, <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys know what my favorite Frank Ocean song is? It's not actually "Nights." What is it? 4, four Probably pink and white. That's
2: not yeah okay
1: but that's that's a, yeah, good. that's a good one but I don't know that any I didn't hear about I've it never never
5: but you
2: but 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 we gave you we gave you frank for the first gave, round it was like I mean, you see this is not a first
5: he said <laughs> little tech right he like whole yeah. <laughs> the whole just
4: kept throwing the <laughs> ad look this nigga direction I'm going to go on YouTube I'm gonna put the flow like this nights you cannot read that nights was my first one this okay okay Nights is first, <laughs> it's right there. Dude, like, dude. It's okay. You want to redo it? I, no. I, <laughs> it. I, I already said. I, it's okay. There's plenty oh, of Frank to go around. Dude. We'll be okay. Whoa, right. whoa. Hey, yo.
5: It's a okay. That's a lot. That's a lot. go on my next song. go on song. Go ahead, got, um, Wait, wait. Jaha, I got to get his song
1: did I, I gave us. He gave oh, He Russell did. Beat. He did. He did. He did. Oh, we do a snake. We doing like. Yes, yeah, snake, snake, <laughs> snake, <it. laughs> okay, snake. Snake. It. Snake. Okay, baby. Hey, fuck it. All right, five songs.
4: Crazy. I would do uh, I "Turkish
1: Cotton" by Larry June Alchemist. Good song. Good
4: That's song. a good one. All right, we got it, Greg. I'm gonna say "In My Room" by Frank Ocean. I like. That. It's too late, bro. We it's don't, too... <laughs> don't It, not, it, not, it doesn't it matter. Not, he's still gonna be there, bro. He's on my list.
5: Um. I go flash on lights by Kanye.
4: Zach?
5: Oh, for me,
3: Perkins had a stripper joint by
4: Future. I Fuck. knew that was kind <laughs> Yeah, that <laughs> was. <laughs> had that to. Right, was <laughs> had to.
3: Damn.
2: Well, he took mine, so I'll just go with the other one I had. My collection by Future. I Future
5: thought there would be more no Future here. He got a lot of nighttime joints. Yeah, I put yeah.
0: I got a six four by Cash Page.
5: Whoa, hey, shout out! Yeah,
0: shout
2: out to Cash Page. Shout out Cash Page. She only dropped oh, a so. I'll
0: go again. Uh, okay, I'm going the second half of uh, Star 67 by Drake. i blowing up. <laughs> 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 oh, <yeah. laughs>
2: uh, damn, this was hard, but um, I'm gonna go uh, 1987 by Lucy Burke.
3: Fire that, yeah. Uh, I don't know how many more we doing, but I definitely want to make sure I get this one in there. Uh, Saba Busy Sirens, especially the second part.
0: Everybody giving their last one right now,
3: but
2: oh, bet. So, I'm gonna include New York Nights in mine too. (laughs) All right, Uh, I'm I'm sorry, I had
5: to put uh, both. I'm gonna go, uh, cameras specifically by Jerry. Whoa, good song. The first half
0: that's okay okay yeah how you that's the how you mean
5: how you mean okay. yeah
2: thoughts you knew about uh, How you knew
4: about the, yeah, yeah. um uh, i'd probably say rain by mac miller and vince staples whoa that's a, a yeah yeah
3: yeah talking that shit, man. Yeah, about uh, great y'all did music. your homework. <laughs> I
0: think you might as well just put the whole get the uh, playlist so ready. I don't like shit, I don't go outside. About right, right,
1: right. Hey, hey, John. Uh, I would do "Walk On By" by Thundercat and Kendrick. So good song. Sleeper. Um, we, uh, fuck uh, it, honorable honorable mention, bro. Fuck.
4: Honorable mention. Frat say, rules. Yeah. Hey, hey that. That's your nighttime thing. <laughs> Late night songs. <laughs> hey, I always hey, have fun. Late
2: night drive. I'm gonna put out here honorable mention. Jocelyn Flores by X.
0: I was gonna put that I don't, uh, don't want to do this anymore. I was gonna put
2: mm-hmm. that. Honorable mention for sure. uh mm-hmm.
4: was it In Too Deep by Trippy Red? That's another honorable mention. Trip I Redd had, a, had
2: a lot of them. Trippy Red has a lot. I put SDP interlude in my uh honorable missions too. That's my that's shit. a
5: good one. I'm gonna go uh rest in peace to screw. Travis, oh, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go no time with the uh, Playboy Cardi and Gunna.
4: Hey, we ain't got time. <laughs> no, if we <we're> putting Playboy <laughs> Cardi in there, just, I like. Yeah, the I like this. We the go. location in there too is an honorable mention. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or the second half of Flex by Cardi too. That shit fire. Damn.
3: Yeah, my last one. Honorable mention: Devil in the New Dress by Ye.
0: I was going through legendary. <laughs> actually run away i take it back
5: run i was gonna away. say if you going gorgeous i was gonna throw <laughs> runaway out there off the stream uh-huh. actually, really
0: the whole album power all right uh um, what's next so <laughs> moving on from that uh we gonna move towards well we can we can get into our uh additional topics Because we went through most of our uh main topics so we can
4: go yeah, through i got like 20 minutes i gotta get off at 3.30
0: Come on, boy! Get All out right, of here. so uh, can, <laughs> got the, the pet. Between, uh, oh, yeah. the cameo. So, uh, no. The goat. Uh, the goat winter album. Goat winter anthem, or well, we could say, um, the releases we want to see for the rest of twenty twenty three. We could uh choose between those two topics. Yeah,
5: mm-hmm. both. Mm-hmm. Are- I'd have both to think of the goat winter winter <laughs> anthem. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah, I had to think of it, it. as far as releases
4: for the rest of the week, we can do
2: we can do who we want to see releases from. I feel like um, next week
5: we could do the winter. Fact.
4: One. Fact. Are we talking a goat winter anthem? All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. That's probably the goat right. winter anthem. Go was this is a hip hop podcast, bro. I saw yeah, yeah but he brought about. up Michael Jackson. <laughs> right. So, so at this that point, that all bars are
0: 14th. <laughs> all right, we could go, uh, we can go albums we want to see for the rest of 2023. Or we could say uh songs that never has a chance to officially release. If we could just skip straight to Pissy Pamper, I guess. I was that <laughs> <one> was, you <laughs> took my answer. I mean okay. okay uh... thanks, thanks <laughs> 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 but yeah, uh what, what releases do we want to see for the rest of the year, I guess. So uh we get into the in the uh label cycle I believe. Because I believe the label cycle be- begins in I think it goes the same way of the regular year as far as how they do quarters. So we're nearing the end of the uh, mid to end of the third quarter, I believe, of like the how the label divides their albums like releases. So uh, I feel like you know what's what, what are we anticipating, like not just you know a, a Frank Ocean album that's not coming out for the rest of coming. the year, it's but <laughs> like what what has been teased, I guess, that we're most excited for, or are we most looking forward to.
5: Um, I've been hearing a lot about a potential future Metro Boomin collab album. I've been hearing about that for Sprite Three, yeah, uh, for a long time. So if that comes before the end of the year,
4: I'm gonna need that. Imagine we get a Tony Montana Shout too. Out. Shout out to Alan Ritter.
0: I mo- I know y'all really don't know who that is, like off the sound of his name, but he works a lot with Metro Boomin and a lot of the. uh A lot of the songs and like melodies that like Metro Boomin is really popular for, he uh, actually worked on them. So, like Dirty Sprite, uh, I mean, what's the I just in the Gucci flip flops? He made that melody. Uh, He made the 3500 melody, I believe. He worked on uh, Nightcrawler. Uh, All those songs are songs that Alan Alan Ritter is a part of. So, shout out to him. So, don't put that out. True.
3: Nah, for me, I want to hear uh, Stove God Cook's album come out officially. Um, I don't know if y'all tapped in, but it's... Uh, I, I Jahiah actually put me on. Um, no federal shit. Uh, but he sent me uh, some files of potentially what could or could not be his music. Uh, and I might know a guy who could potentially or not potentially send you all uh, yeah. some files to have a potentially unreleased album. But this is all speculation. But... In case it was real, I would hope that it would come out because that shit is fire, and it's like twenty-two minutes. It's like eight songs.
0: Speaking of that, the uh, Barter Sixteen.
4: Yeah, sir.
0: Six, it leaked six, like I think six or seven songs. They, I they, saw that. You leaked. think it,
4: like half of it? I'm so excited for the Barter Sixteen. That's probably. My second most anticipated album this year.
0: RIP Destroy Lonely, cause he said he puts on uh, Destroy Lonely Life that he was releasing it on Friday and
4: it didn't come out. <laughs> <laughs> so RIP Destroy Lonely.
2: <laughs> I'll uh, speaking of Bar 16 and I'll go. Yeah, Bar 16 was definitely one of my shout out or shout out and free Thug. So I feel like just Uzi taking inspiration from from Thug and from the from those albums. I feel like that'll be a good project. Um, also, I mean, I'll say it since nobody has yet, I do want to hear the uh, For All the Dogs shit by Drake, just because there's so much speculation behind it. I just want to hear what it's like at this point. And then lastly, um, I don't know. I had, well, there's a, uh, there's supposed to be a, there's rumored to be a uh, another Smino project. I mean, he's been releasing like singles and he's been teasing the fact that he's working on another project, I don't think that it's gonna come out this year just because he I feel like he takes a lot of time in between projects. But y'all, I'm a huge Smino fan. The singles that have been coming out, I like them a lot. And, um, yeah, if I could get another Smino project for the fall, that would be great.
0: All right,
1: Jaha, you guys uh, say
0: something? Oh, my bad.
1: Uh, yeah, I got West Side Gun, and then you pray for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, he teases yeah. that a lot on IG. And then, like, uh, I think Benny the Butcher is supposed to be dropping something. And then, um, last one I would say is uh, I know JID and Metro Boomin they're supposed to be doing the project. So I'm interested to see how that works out.
0: So, Auden, um, one of my friends had brought this up about the whole uh, Barter 16, Doug, and Uzi thing. Do you feel like there's like a difference between Uzi paying homage to Thug and him just straight up like cosplaying him? Somebody like, <laughs> my homie was like, he was like, I really like nah. Uzi, bro. He, he moving weird right you now. You not
4: think Young Thug crossed that line when he started the whole...
0: Named it barter? He just named it barter 6. I
4: know, but even at the time... I mean, barter. He was but, saying but, that. But wasn't, was like, but, ah, was
0: like ah, Because he
4: was waiting on the... What was Uzi it? The Carter... The, the, I mean...
0: Uzi is in the studio with London on the track wearing a red bandana and <laughs> it's, I don't know it, it's, if it's come blonde dreads and everything leave him
4: he just go <laughs> it's Uzi. that's all i, I can like, say i, mean, like, no, I, I agree, feel like i agree but
2: I'm i feel like saying. it's weird i feel like i mean i feel like just maybe the way that his the way that he pays homage could just kind of overlap cosplaying but i mean him and thug are very close and thug has had like a huge just like impact on Uzi's career and influence as a, as an artist. So, I mean, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily feel, feel like it's that, but I could also see why, why you would say that. I mean, like the red bandana, all of that shit. I'm like, all right, chill out. The, the blonde, the blonde dreads thing. I mean, this nigga Uzi has had every possible color of dreads and shit. So I feel like a lot of times, like, I'm, I know this cause I'm a, I'm like an actual fan fan, but like this nigga will literally change like his hair color. Like, He said in an interview, but he'll he will change his a hair diamond color. Diamond in his
4: head, bro. Like he, I mean, does yeah, he just does he, he just, can.
2: Yeah, I've, he he changed his hair color depending on like whatever types of music he's about to release or like whatever like zone I guess you could say he's in. But. I could, I could get where people would say he's cosplaying, but at the same time, I honestly think he's just paying homage. I mean, this nigga Thug is literally locked up. Like, y'all heard the last album this nigga released. It was ass. Like, it wasn't mixed. Okay. It wasn't finished. Question. So I feel like he's just trying to... And plus, they also have a lot of songs that they were supposed to release together that haven't seen the light of day. So I feel like it's just kind of one of those things.
4: That's what I was about to say. Question? If the music... Because honestly, at the end of the day, it's about the, the sound of the album, right? So if the album comes out and the sound still, the the sound of the style that he's rapping fits like like a thug sound with the with the level that Uzi can rap out, it's automatically gonna feel like he's paying hundred. Like, but I, I also like,
2: heard I heard the leaks and the leaks. It it's like it doesn't sound like thug. I'm not saying that that's gonna be on the project, mm-hmm. but I heard the leaks and the, the leaks. The they sound like. I mean, sure, but I feel like that's. I mean, yeah, but like, if you're if you literally are have a tight a close knit relationship with Thug and you're working with producers who are close with Thug as well, I mean, shit. Mm. And I feel like, and I feel like, if if this album is literally to pay homage to Thug, then I mean, the production is probably gonna sound Thug with just like Uzi's vocals and his own sound. I probably feel like it's just like a mix of the two. So shit, Uzi leaks so much
4: stuff producers. that. Like you said, this that leak could be so far off of what actually is about to come out because he records so much.
1: did he just drop an album? Yeah, and <laughs> yeah,
4: he, like he's always in the studio. That's, but my dude, thing, my thing ago, but like my my, my,
2: my, my thing with Uzi crazy. is like I feel like now now because he drops albums like Eternal Take came out in 2020. So I feel like now because he takes like two, three, sometimes four years to drop music. He'll come back and he'll drop like two, three projects, EPs, and then he'll just like dip off and drop some singles as opposed to like dropping every year or whatever.
4: Uzi just got out his deal too. That was another person. So maybe now that he's, because it seems like a lot of people are doing that now, maybe now that he's out to some degree, it'll be like a Yachty rollout where it's just like you're getting what music often. I feel like that's well, yeah. What I mean, he was turning into like if the fans want it, just release it. Cause
2: I mean, he was trapped in his deal for years, and he wasn't able to drop shit. Like that's why. Well, I don't know if y'all remember, but he dropped like a free Uzi song where he was just like rapping and shit like that. Like he it, that literally was like a shot at the label. And then like, I mean, yes, of course he was able to squeeze out Eternal turned but All right, I tape, f- on... But Wait, what's that noise?
0: I'm about to say. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sorry guys, I do, li- I, I, I do live uh... no,
0: you do. I do uh no, what I was gonna, gonna say. Was, I live, but well, I was gonna say was uh <laughs> speaking on like label drama or whatever, I'm not gonna say I'm on the side of the labels, but that's been a big thing as a recent so I'm not sure if we got enough time, but like I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with the reason thing.
4: Yeah, so, yeah, thing. we didn't get to talk about it last we week, but I watched the whole are thing. Are
0: y'all familiar? Are you familiar with that? Because I know you I mean here's some context.
4: When the well, president okay, so, called in.
0: Basically uh reason was doing a, um he was doing a podcast interview and I think uh what's
4: who fig Community World.
1: uh back on fig?
4: Yeah, back on fig. He, T- no, no I'm saying who called who was the it they called in. Uh the, like, the TDE uh, president. T D president, he, like
0: it wasn't his son, son or it punch. was it like his son or something like that? Who, who, yeah, who yeah, whose who's show was, was he? on? Was
4: yeah, it was Musa. Musa.
0: Yeah. He called was called Dan and uh basically they had like a public argument and they were saying like, you know, you you blaming the label for why uh you can't release no music but you know People you ain't got room. no hype behind it's it like, right now and you in a room the- with you doing an interview with people that can't name three of your songs? It was like, yeah, that was name, it was like, yeah, somebody was, he he was, was like, a... name. Uh, uh, your he, he fans like, can't even name like
5: five Reason songs or something like that. And then
1: like, he asked the host, he's like, "Hey, can you, hey, name five Reason songs?"
0: I don't even think so he you named you... one. I think, he, I think. But well, he might... here's the, here's the. But you the label, though.
1: you're supposed to. That's, your that's job.
0: crazy. That's <laughs> crazy. But, okay, but to be fair, like all right, the I interviewer, they, they sent in him to, though.
4: The interviewer they sent them to didn't know who he was before. Like the T. Rail had a relationship with Musa prior through other people because um I can't think of his name right now. Schoolboy Q's brother is a part of their show. Oh, that, yeah, that Reason uh, was on. So because I mean, because he, he has a relationship with other people, TDE sent Reason over there as like a just go pub your album. And then Matt? once he got mm-hmm. over there and he was saying shit. Yeah, smack. Once he got over there, he was saying shit that he had no business saying, like y'all giving Sizzle more pub or y'all giving Doche more chances to work with other people, stuff like that. Once he started saying that stuff, that's when Musa called in he, and was like, Hold on also, now, don't don't be doing that.
0: He also stated in an interview with Rory and Maul that uh nobody from TDE, like no artist or anybody in the label showed up to his release party for his album. Yeah. Damn. So he was but saying shit like this is what I was saying. I'm not just going to take crazy. the side of labels, however. I think there's a disconnect between labels, artists, and fans as far as like the timing of when things drop or things like that. For example, a lot of people, I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with Punch or follow him on Twitter. I do. Under every punch tweet, Punch <clears tweet>, there's <throat> just people complaining about Scissor. SZA, like Scizor's album, even though like his big point is like we released it at the perfect time, look what it's doing, it's still breaking all these records, still songs still going number one. But I guess as a fan, you just want music when you want it. Like I know some of y'all like I'm a fan too of a lot of artists so like you're always going to want music at this moment you're be like oh it's been a year I want it now it's been 2 years I want it now but like I guess how do y'all feel about labels saying like you know you're going to like you're going to have to wait like how do y'all feel about that like do y'all feel like it should always be on the artist to drop when they want to or do y'all feel uh, sometimes no no that's for like labels, I don't know. like interject uh
1: like I feel like it's 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 a complicated situation because part of it, depending on like their situation, the labels do like front money, like or front like promo, pub, marketing, all this to the artists. So if you if you do that up front, you do give away some of your leeway of like deciding on when you want to drop and such forth. That's just the nature of the music business. Now, is it right? No. But like if you're going to take the deal up front, you got to know what comes with that. So that's just my Viewpoint. Now, like it's not necessarily a moral stance. It's just like that's just kind of the nature of the music business. Like a lot of artists complain about not being able to release music. Like since them, the dawn of the music industry. So
4: you have to know when your shit's gonna do well, and sometimes you can't tell. You know what I mean? Like to some degree, you need them, but I don't think that the fans understand what's happening in situations where an album is taking longer than it's supposed to because the artist can't necessarily talk about it. Like, for example, Quavo was supposed to drop at the beginning of August, but it got delayed too long. So say you was waiting for the Quavo album, you don't know what's going on in that two-week time span or that six-month time span leading up to it. And so you just, you got to speculate and just say random shit. And then that shit starts to pick up fire and it just becomes...
2: But like, I don't know. I feel like my thing is I, like I I agree that it's a complicated situation but like I guess I'm going to ask y'all how would y'all think the best way to handle the situation like let's say let's say I'm a prominent artist and I have a huge ass following I haven't dropped an album in fucking 2 years 3 years and I'm going on I'm going on IG live I'm doing snippets previewing my songs and fans are like hey fuck like I really want this shit like I'm showing like new music I'm working on I'm like okay my fans want my fans want this shit like there's a huge demand for it and I haven't dropped in a while and I'm I'm finishing a body of work that I think my fans will like but the label the label's like nah like we want you to actually go in this direction and we don't want you to actually put out a song for another year or an album for another year like what is Ryan like, how what goes into I'll say what this, goes I'll
4: into say... mixing a song that as we as don't a... know like that we're not well, thinking okay, about
0: okay so a lot of things so for first and foremost um everybody has to be like credited because it's a uh, big thing about it is paperwork right as me as like as a rapper i can make a song right now and release a song tonight not a problem i make all my own stuff i write my own music a lot of things happen whereas uh like it happened recently with um uh i can't speak on that um but a lot of things happen where a song may get released and somebody may not be credited right and they might have added something to the production or writing when that happens and the song is not released they now have the power and the right to get that whole song taken down and they can sue for 100%. They may not get it, but once something gets released and you're not giving your due credit, so that's a big thing. Labels do not want to lose any of their money. So once a song gets released, I mean, once a song is like made, a lot of it is paperwork. Like People was talking about Travis Scott album. If you just go look at the production credits alone, every song has about six or seven producers. Which means all of those people may not have gotten paid before the album came out, but they had to have signed contracts. So I'll say that. Another thing I will say... Um, is that when it comes to the music industry a lot a big thing about labels I people may not realize this they don't care about they care about your fan base they do not care about only your fan base cuz if only your fans purchase or listen to your music you would not probably do well as an artist like my one of my favorite stories I think Jay-Z was, or Dame was telling it is that they were listening they were it was around 2003 and they heard whispers. It's like, you know, this dude named uh, 50 Cent. He'd been with Dr. Dre. he been releasing his music. And then he finally dropped uh, Get Rich or Die Trying. And I think it was Jay-Z or Dame Dash. And it was like, nobody's releasing for the rest of 2003. Like, I'm like, cause they were saying like, I'm not gonna waste my money trying to make one of y'all the biggest artists have the biggest album make this type of impact. When everywhere you go, you still hear in the club, everywhere you go, you're hearing 21 questions. So I think that's a big part of it, and I'm gonna say what people don't might not want to hear, bro. Labels sometimes they hear the music. Like we have a lot of artists that record like three or four or five songs a day, and they think because like, bro, I recorded like a hundred songs, I'm ready to release something. Bro, them shits be ass, bro. Like it, that's just a, oh that's the that's, that's like reality four? of the situation, bro. I'm sorry, <laughs> but um, anybody else got like I guess anything to say on like that specifically, like about I guess how they feel about labels and things like that i can go all day
4: (laughs) never thought about it like that before but it's interesting
5: um i just have a question it's not gonna be long it's just um does this happen like prevalently at other labels outside of tde because i think tde is just like the most like prevalent label where like artists under their label like are unable to release music for whatever reason
0: well punch is popular. people like punch are very vocal on twitter And like recently, he tweeted, "It's time to end the big bad label, big big bad label narrative." So he's one of those people who just like lead those conversations. What I will say is, go like, go. uh, What what do we saying? Yeah, do your homework. Go look at all like a whole bunch of labels. Like look up your favorite label and look up like their artists. Like I mean, their uh, website and look at their roster you're going to see a bunch of artists that you probably never heard of. Like I, recently I looked at uh, like Capitol Records website and I was looking at artists that I'd never heard of. And in your head, you're like, well, TDE, you know, they got Reason and they got Dochi and they got these people. So that's maybe six or seven releases a year until you realize all the smaller artists that they may have and they have to choose like, okay, do we want to release another Reason album? or well, we got this young dude with untapped unlimited potential, we're going to put our resources into him. So it's a lot of things mm. like that that goes into making those decisions.
4: So. But Reason was also saying, like, they wasn't pubbing his shit. So maybe it's...
0: Just yeah, there was no... That's thing. another thing. He didn't have a budget. Day. Nobody, there was no tweet from the official TDE page about Reason's album either when it dropped. Yeah, shit like that.
4: Yeah, that's
5: fucked up. That is messed up. So he had to do all his own advertising and marketing mm-hmm. for it. That's what his, I'm his saying. Project.
4: They sent him to that podcast, but how you going to see him over there and then Punch knew who they were, but Reason had no idea? So it's like they were, I almost feel like they would just set him up for the shit to flop to prove a point. Like, nigga, we don't have to drop just because y'all feel like y'all want us to drop. Like, there's a timing to this but they normally do a good job. As angry as you can be, they do a good job.
0: Sure. That was our new segment, Music Industry 101 with Ryan. not
4: <laughs> <And me. laughs>
0: right. um, So we're going uh, to do our leave a listen now. So uh, anybody like, want to volunteer go first? We don't have to do this in order. I do.
3: Uh, mine is from, it's by Joey Perk off his uh, project he just dropped. It's the first song on there. It's called There Must Be a Caesar. Uh, I'm not, not sure if y'all heard it, but he, he kind of talking his shit for real. Good beat. Good
4: You've been ball, a Joey so Purp fan for a long time.
3: Oh, yeah. Joey Purp be rapping his ass off for sure. So, so I, I low-key think Jahai put me on back in the day. So shout out to Jahai for that.
4: I'll never forget the God body.
3: Change the escape? crib.
0: Escape by Joey mm-hmm. Um.
4: Okay. Song. My my song is by Brad Date. <laughs> we put it in a group chat. <laughs> the Summertime Superstars I've been waiting on that song for a year. I didn't think it would ever come out, and then it came out out of nowhere. Uh, so that's my song for the week.
0: Mine is going to be Song Cry by a CEO trail.
5: Uh, mine's going to be Uneasy by John Baptiste featuring Lil Wayne.
4: Okay, I didn't know who that was for real, John Baptiste. I'm not going to act like I did. And then he won that, what was it, the Grammy? I can't here. remember what he won. And then he my won that, I'm like... Here. I'm like, all right. Let me go. Let me go expand my horizons a little bit. Obviously, I don't know everything. That shit was amazing. <laughs> that shit was amazing.
5: No, that song is fire. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna
1: go. It's a little different. Uh, I'm gonna go foo flaming. By Drake the
4: Ruler. <laughs> R.I.P. Drake Yo. I'll
2: go next. Well, I'll go last. Uh, mine is gonna be a song called "Vent" by Lil B. <laughs> I'll put it in the chat. I'm telling you, Lil Bean. L-I-L Bean. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. i put it in the chat. Go listen to it. Y'all will fuck with it. I promise. For sure.
0: Thanks for tuning in for uh, our episode. We're Wrap up episode
2: 2-3. four or episode
4: 3.5. We'll be back next week. Uh, Next week, Uh, you wanna see the point five? Check out the Patreon.
2: (laughs) On me, for me. But peace. Peace. All right, y'all. All All right, y'all.